0: The out of the main game show with your co hosts, Tom and John. Here's your co captains, Tom and John Dixon. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. It is so Thank good you. to be back. Oh, it is so good. Did we decide that was uh, Johnny Gilbert or uh, Rob Roddy, Rod Roddy? I think it was a combination of the yeah. two. Rod Ruddy. Don Pardo? <laughs> no, it's definitely not Don Pardo. Oh, yeah. God rest his soul. Is yeah, he dead? I think I so. Know. Well, what is not dead is our game show. The idea concept. has not died yet. Not yet. We did this in, uh, did we do this in season one or season two? I don't remember. remember. Do you remember who won? Me, probably. No, I don't think so. (laughs)
1: Then it was you. Okay.
0: Uh, I just wanted to hear you say it. Yeah, no, but I don't recall. Okay. Uh, Anyways, so we have a game show concept. We've created some games. We have some all new rounds this time. Yep. Um, We've got uh, a new version of the home game for the loser. (laughs) (laughs) And it's all based on the infamous or famous
1: Uh, Yachtsky scale, which for people that are new to that, some people that are new to the Yacht Rock uh, Facebook page and stuff, hear stuff that is, hear the term certified or not certified. And this all goes back to the Yachtsky scale. The original guys that invented the term have this uh, ongoing running database of these songs that they've rated based on their own criteria. And, um, you know, I don't agree with all of it. But it's not my terminology, mm. but we you're, we're using that sort of as the the starting point, as the data point, and for people that are new to it, it's a cool place to go to check out, and you get a good understanding over time of what Yacht Rock really is. Even if there's some things on there that maybe make you scratch your head, in total, it gives you a really good glimpse that Yacht Rock is not probably what you thought it was, because it's not what
0: exactly what I thought it was, myself included. So in the shorthand is it's a, they're assigned a score of 0 to 100. Anything 50 or above is considered Yacht Rock. Right. Anything 50 or below or 49.75 and below is considered
1: Yacht. And it was a four-person panel, and they took the aggregate score of those four, and it developed over time. I'm sure some of the songs that they rated early on, by the time they really refined and defined what Yacht Rock really is, they probably have a few of those that they would— Uh, take back or let's say they might reevaluate such as a song like sailing. I don't believe by the later era Hmm. uh, criteria of what yacht rock is, it would be the number three song of all time
0: yacht rock. Hmm. Interesting. Probably not. Yeah. Well, should we dive in? Let's first thank our sponsors, Turtle Wax. Oh yeah. And um, uh, Simon Eyes. Simonize, they're back. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So those are our two sponsors. Uh, we have five rounds. Without further ado, I think we should start with round one. Are you ready? Can you use turtle wax on a boat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Simonize too? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Good question. Um, whoever loses will get the year <coughs> supply and then we'll find out. They'll let us know a year. Yeah. All right. So round one mm-hmm. is guess my top five. We are awarding five points to each correct guess. Okay. And I am going to pose a category to you, and you are going to pose a category to me. Right. And to ensure that there is no cheating or foul play, we have written down in advance our actual top five, correct? Correct. All right. Would you like to give or receive? (laughs) I'm going to try to work in all the game show cliches.
1: (laughs) All right. I, I I will ask
0: first. So you're going to give?
1: Yes. All right. I'm going to ask you to guess my top five Michael McDonald era Doobie Brothers songs. Now, the caveat is that that doesn't necessarily mean he wrote or sang them, but this is from the era of Michael McDonald. So beginning with uh, the Taking It to the Streets album up through the
0: uh, One Step Closer album. Okay. So now do I have to do this for memory or can I consult a list of Doobie Brothers songs? You can consult whatever oracle serves you best. Okay. All right. And there are five top fives, correct? Yes, that's why it's called that. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, math was never my strong suit. Okay, I'm going to start with, it should be obvious, what a fool believes.
1: That is incorrect.
0: It's oh, not in on. my top five. Jeez, oh, Pete's. This is Are they all obscure? No. And goofy? Only one of them could be borderline
1: obscure, but we've discussed it a couple of times on this show. That's
0: the one I'm looking for, and I
1: can't remember what it is. Well, it's.
0: don't start there. Well, I, uh, I think it's this one, though. Uh, Let's just go stick with that St. Album minute by minute. That is not on there either. Oh, my God. Are you sure it's all Doobie Brothers? Yes. All right. (laughs) Uh, So we're starting with minute by minute, all right? Right. Okay, I'll tell you the one I wanted to go through. Okay. Or go to. Real Love. That is on there. See? Okay. Two more guesses. I've I've accrued five points to this. Yes, you have. Uh, You're on the board. I'm on the board. This is, not, mine is so easy. This is not good. And uh, it's through what album? One, no.
1: Through One Step Closer, starting okay. with the uh, Taking It to the Streets
0: album. All right. Maybe I should go to that album because it's unrepresented yet. Um, I know you love this song and I'm not crazy about it. It keeps you running. That is correct. Okay. That's my number one. It Real is. Love is my number two. So you got my top two. Um, one more choice. So you got 10 points on the board. See, I know some that are pre Michael McDonald era that I. Um, That you always talk about. I'm going to go. You said only one would be considered obscure, correct? Right. So I'm going to go with "Take It Into the Streets." That is not it either. Uh What are they? You get ten. Wheels of Fortune?
1: Uh, No, that that would be. uh, It keeps you running. Real love. Echoes of love. Oh yeah. Nothing but a heartache. Mm-hmm. and the obscure one sort of would be called Lose an End, but we covered that one because he did. also cut that on his solo record.
0: Yep. All right, that was way too— Ten points. Way too difficult compared to how easy my top five are. Ten points. Well, I, I've at least drawn first blood. Is there any value in that? Well,
1: we'll, we'll see. Out. If I
0: get zero, then there was a lot of value. You will there. not get zero. This okay. is so easy. Mm-hmm. All right. Name my top five era-relevant dot, 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 dot. Bass players. Oh, you are making it easy. Yes, because, I mean, these are practically, well, ones a gimme. Yeah, well, that's Lewis Johnson. That's number one. Um, Abe Laboreal. That's number three. I've got these ranked, Okay. Too. Yeah, mine were ranked yeah. as well. Chuck Rainey. <laughs> <laughs> no, although no. I do love him. Just glad he's not okay. on my list. That's three guesses. You've got two corrects. So. so you said era. Relevant. Not necessarily yacht rock. Relevant. Well, well, era and genre relevant. Yeah. These are all Yacht Rock bass players. Well. They don't... Maybe not all exclusively Yacht Rock players, right. though. Uh, I I'm gonna, I know
1: this is possibly getting outside of the pool, but I'm going to say Marcus Miller.
0: One of my favorite bass players of all time, but I did not consider him Yacht Rock relevant okay. enough. So, whew, you can only beat all him right. by five points now. This is exciting. That's right.
1: Um... But it's actually not as easy as you think beyond those first two because there's so many great ones. I think number
0: three is super, or number two is super easy. I'm giving you a hint, even. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna feel dumb. I am gonna go Vernon Porter. That's number four. Okay. Okay, so that's you're out of guesses, correct? That's it. Yeah, all so right, fifteen points for 15 you. Fifteen so points other, for you. List them off in no, order. In order, all five. Well, yeah. Okay, number one is Lewis Johnson. Number two, which you did not get, is Nathan East. Ah, yeah. Oh, love Nathan East. Yeah. Uh, Three is Abraham Laborio Right Four is uh, Mr. Vernon Porter And number five I went off the reservation Because he's not a session cat Okay Who? We just talked about him Joe Puerta
1: Ah From Ambrosia ah. My other guest was going
0: to be Lee Sklar But he's a little bit off Yeah I like him though I do like his style All right um, but Joe Puerta is so underrated. As a All right. Player. Well, it's, uh, okay. I have a, a, a huge lead at this time, 15 to 10. 15 to 10. Not insurmountable. No. But five points is a lot. Is it? What are we talking about? Well, we are through round one, which I think now that gives us time to take a break and chat with our players. Yes. That's, that's another reference. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> John. Yes. You are a music producer and composer from the Detroit area. Is that correct? All true. Okay. What I'd like to know, sir, chatting with the players, what are you listening to these days? The newest discovery was sent to me, speaking of music production,
1: from uh, all the way from my guitar player friend from Page 99, all the way from Pisa, Italy. He sent me an album that he said, I know you'll like this. I, I, I'm sure he said it in Italian and you know, Facebook translated for See. me. Dawn Patrol. So Dawn Patrol is a new discovery for me. Sent to you by Andre. Andrea De Puccio, nice. And this is a 2022 release. Uh, I know that they're a band from Denmark. I know mm. that they are related in some way through production and other things to Martin and Garp, who oh. I was really into last year.
0: I love Martin when and they Garp.
1: came out with their album. Um, but Dawn Patrol is a very much I, I'm trying to figure out if it's modern yacht. Or if it is classic yacht, just like recorded in a modern style. And I know hmm. that, that I haven't quite figured it out. To me, they feel more like Steely Dan. They got a lot of Steely Dan stuff going on, but obviously recorded in a more modern way. But it's not using a lot of electronic percussion and things like that like say a young gun silver fox is a decidedly modern take on right yeah not
0: quite sure where this is but this is really 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 good stuff to me it sounds like martin and Garp. so whatever that is i think they're both the same thing yeah uh well give us a track hit us with something give us a taste well i'll go with their most popular one let the people talk you know people Mm -hmm. give the people
1: what they want right the hit play the hit play the hit it's called bring on the good times
0: Is that the title track of the record it is indeed okay well play one just i love how the record opens so if you want to figure out what the sound is just play the opening to the record what track is that all right that is that's actually deep into it so the opening track would be called keep
1: on believing hit that
0: So there you go. That's a good taste. Immediately when you set that to him, I'm like, ooh, that is Yachty. Mm -hmm. But I get what you're saying, too, about the rest of it. Cool. Very nice. All right. Would you like to chat with this player? I would like to chat with Tom, Uh,
1: the player that is... Bring it up the rear at this time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, which is my want. Yes. Um, what oh. is it that you're listening to well, these days, or what's new on your horizon? This has been a near twenty four hour immersion into an artist that you sent me just yesterday. Oh. So you send me uh, a video oh of yeah. a Victor Wooten. You said check out the bass solo yeah. at two forty one or whatever yeah. this tune in. It's Victor Wooten. Right. Yep. So is he by the way, is he in many yacht session? No, because he's more like a bass soloist guy. He's a little younger, but he's a lead bass guy. Lead bass. Yep. But, um, so anyways, so I check out the bass solo. I'm like, wow, the song's amazing. Well, the bass solo's amazing. Then I brought it, I'm like, let me listen to the whole tune. I'm like, wow, the whole tune's amazing. And uh, it's by an artist that I remember, It ring a bell. So the artist is Corey Wong. Here's the tune that you sent me. Just play the bass solo. The song you sent me is Direct Flight. Okay, so that is pretty impressive bass playing. Yeah, the whole thing is. And the song is amazing. But it rang a bell. I'm like, how do I know Corey Wong? Oh, okay. So it turns out my son, who's 18, he's got a very eclectic music taste, um, months ago Mm -hmm. said, Dad, I think you would like Corey Wong. And he plays some for me. And I liked it because it was, like, organic instrumentation. There was horns. And he says, Dad, you'd like it because it's Yachty, which he always tells me when he wants me to listen to something because <laughs> and it might not be Yachty at all. And at the time, I'm like, it's good. I don't think it's very Yachty. But I'm like, is this the same artist? So I clicked through the album that you sent me, and the very next track on that album – Features a collab with none other than Larry Carlton. Mm-hmm. It's so the song that he collaborated. This whole album, by the way, is like a collaboration with various cats. Yeah, this one's Larry Carlton. Tell me if you don't hear some yacht jazz in this tune. This one's called "Here to Stay." <laughs>
1: some yacht jazz sound in there you know mm-hmm. when i saw that video it reminded me of back in like the 70s to 80s uh like the maynard ferguson band yes. where you'd have it's it's a big band setup because you've got the the sax section you got the, the horns uh, the trombones the trumpets and all that stuff you know set up like and a bandstand kind in a band of thing. Stand style yeah. and they're fronting it um this isn't very maynard ferguson sounding music but he's taking that concept and developing it in this new sort of modern funk
0: Sound. Yes. Yeah. It I found that I first of all, so I've been listening to nothing but Corey Wong and I was adding every other song to either my yacht jazz playlist, because it's like that, like yeah. I just heard. Or remember we talked about my funkin' yes, jams. That's playlist? where it goes, it's, the Funkin' jams. Yeah, because it's, it's funk, jam band, and jazz all at one. And that's kind of what, Corey Wong, what is. Corey Wong is. I totally highly recommend you explore that catalog. So yeah, he was the guitar player or maybe still is for Wolfpack. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. That I did not know. Cool. Oh. All right, well, today I learned something. Back to the game. All right. So round two of our game show format is going to be guess the Yatsky rating. Yeah. So what is this? How are we doing this? You uh, mentioned the Yatsky scale, so we know what that is. Yeah,
1: I'm simply gonna pose a song to you, you pose one to me, and we are going to guess without consulting anything. What the guys would have rated it, the the composite Yatsky rating, and with each set of songs, each pair of songs, whoever is the closest, mm-hmm. they win that uh, that particular
0: sub round, and that's okay. five points for each. Okay, we're doing this five of these. Yes. All right. No, we're doing three of these. Three of these. Gotcha. Okay. That's a lot of math in this episode. I know, man. So you start. And you you hit me with a song. We're gonna guess, and then I- okay, I'm going to do uh, a Firefall song. Okay which is probably not certified, But uh, let's go with Just Remember I Love You. Just remember I love you and it'll be all right.
1: All right. I'm going to guess a 28 on that one. All right, so you're guessing 28. So I'm guessing 28 on that one, and we'll review what just the answer is it. in just a moment. For you in this round, you have to go back to my number one doobie song, It Keeps You Running, and you have to give me your guess at the rating of that.
0: 72. Okay, let's look them up. 0.5. 0.5. Just in case. (laughs) Well, which is it? It could make a difference. It's 0.5, 72.5. All right, right, look it up. All right,
1: look up, uh, I've got the rating here for It Keeps You Running. Look up the uh, Firefall tune. Ooh, what
0: did you say it was? 28. 17.25. Ooh, 17.25. That is a difference of
1: 10.75? Yep, okay. and that makes you the winner on this because Ooh. it keeps you running is actually 78.75, Ooh. so a difference of 6.25. Tom, you get the points. All right, that's five more for me. Okay, on to the second part of mm-hmm. this round. Mm-hmm. This is going to be Donald Fagan's IGY. What would be your guess Ooh. on that?
0: Pretty yachty. I'm gonna say, uh, let's go sixty-six. Okay. What song do you have for me? I was gonna do a Steely Dan song. Good. Um, I don't. I don't want your memory to be too good because I, <laughs> uh, I don't think we've covered. I don't think we've covered. Only a fool would say that. It's got fool in the. In the mm. Okay.
1: Only a fool would say that. I'm going to go 48.5.
0: 48.5. Okay. Are you ready for the scores? I am. That registered a 41.38, and you guessed 48.5. That's
1: pretty good, but I know that yours is better.
0: Really? Because Fagan's
1: IGY, you called it a 66. It's a 65. Tom gets the
0: points again. Never studied. Five more. Five more. You know how long I was up? last night studying this stupid scale? How long? Well, I got all the way down to the Eagles at (laughs) 1.75. That's it.
1: That'll take a while. Yeah. All right. Well, that may come in handy later. All right. All right. Uh, You got, you start this one. Okay, I start. Um,
0: Let's see. I'm going to go with uh, Bobby Caldwell. What You Won't Do For Love? Yes. Uh,
1: 72 and a half.
0: I better be good on this one. Well. Give me something uh, easy. 100. What a fool of beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne Ford. Loving
1: ah. and losing you.
0: Can I put it that's 100 just for how much I love it? Uh, uh, yeah, you could guess 100. That's Piccaro's fine. It's Picaro's favorite, or my favorite Picaro track. Me too. Time. I'm going to go 56.75 because it rocked the boat too hard. Actually, they have it at 89.75. Oh okay, so off well, by I wasn't going to be. points. Anyway. Yeah, what did, uh, you You uh, guess 72.5 for yeah. what you won't do for love. It's 73.5. Oh, wow. Yes. So we each got one that we're off only by one point. Yes. All right.
1: Okay. So uh, yeah. I get the points there. So I took home 10. And I took home five. Oh, right. boy. We're Let's get a tally at, of the score, shall we? I think uh, we are tied. It's a 20 to 20 game going into the final round of day one of this Wait, day game one? Show.
0: Yeah. And there's two days? No, why why not? Oh, Wow, this is a very special episode as they <laughs> call. <laughs> Which one of us uh do I find a pack of cigarettes in your coat or do you find a uh empty beer bottle under my bed? <laughs> There's got to be some kind of serious... The only reason you would I have... I do no know what you're talking about. <laughs> All the very special episodes back in the day, it would be the sitcoms, and then there were some serious, heavy... Oh, like, yeah, well, top. this is
1: like where the tarantula crawls into uh, yes. Marsha's purse in the Brady Bunch, whoever's it was.
0: Yep, that stupid tiki. They yeah. should have never kept that thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Well, we should also point out, too, that the newest feature of the game show will be a day two. Day two. So you'll have to come back for that one. It's day That's day two. That's a time takeoff time. name, that tune, sort of, kind of. So we're on to the next round then, which we're calling Higher or Lower. Yes, and I had a little fun with this. Okay. Very little. Uh, do you want to explain what it is or shall I? So I think my understanding is, let's see, oh boy. here's a good quiz. <laughs> Did I even get it? We pick two songs and we present the two songs and then you have to guess which one of those is a higher Oh no! This is higher or lower. So we pick one song, correct? Okay, that's right. And then I give you the fake a score. a fictitious Yatsky score. Yes. And then you tell me if the real, actual, sir, uh, what do they call it? Actual retail price. Yeah. Actual is higher Yatsuki or scores. lower? Okay, that's right. right. Yeah. I got Wait, it. A second try. You get to edit this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very good. You want to start? Uh, I think
1: uh, I think I will. All right. I'm going to hit you with a build a bounty tune. Okay. But it is not from the album that you love so much. But it does have some Trojan horse aspect to it. So, the
0: sailor song. We're talking
1: what? about "Trail to Your Heart," sailing without a sail. Is the uh, actual Yatsky score for that
0: higher or lower than 80? Oh, much lower. It's it's like, I think it's lower than 50. I'm going lower. That would be incorrect.
1: Really? They have that one at 87.75. Speaking of songs that need to be uh, re-rated.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love the tune, don't get me wrong. But, yeah, remember we talked about whether or not songs should have negative uh, accreditation if they they have the Trojan Horses. Yes. Mm, Yeah. All right, what do you got? Uh, well, just off the top of your head, yes. what would you have guessed? Because I thought that was under, I didn't even think it I, was. I would have guessed somewhere under 50
1: in the maybe mid-40s area would be my, that's where I'd rate it at least.
0: Okay. Yeah, so me too.
1: That's why I picked that song because I was surprised to see it so high.
0: Yeah, sometimes they surprise you. Yeah. Was it Universal? Do you remember off the top of your head? Let me pull it up. Let's see if there were any outliers. Yeah. What's it called again? Trail to My. Trail to Your Heart. Sailing without the scores were 90, 91, 84, and 86. So So all of them agree much higher than us.
1: Yep. All right. Now, if you take the parenthetical out, and if it was just called Trail to Your Heart, they
0: may have docked it some points. Yep. Mm. Yep. Yep. Hmm. Which, this reminds me of that Pages tune, what's that one called? that has The, the Sailor month. Song. Sailor Song, which I swear they demoted because of the... Yeah, well, maybe they rated, the, I don't know when they rated it, if it was later, and they decided, yeah. you know what, we're getting
1: caught up in this sailing yeah. thing, and people are going to hold it against us <laughs> later, and they're going to bring songs like Captain of Your Heart into the mix, and you're like, ah, oh, we can't have that.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: All right, well. <laughs> toothpaste <laughs> just out of
0: the tube, buddy. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess so. All right, well, I'm going to present you then with the tune. I'm going okay. with the bish. Mr. Stephen Bishop. Okay? Yes. This was one of my staples of my early entree into Yacht Rock. Okay. A One Bar Wonder. Yes. Remember what that was? On and on. On and on.
1: Down in Jamaica, they got lots of pretty women. Steal your money, then they break your heart. Lots of she's in love with
0: old sand. Okay, so on and on. Is the actual yacht scale composite rating higher or lower than 36? Higher. How much higher? Uh, another 12, 15 points. Uh, another nine points. It's 45. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I get the points on that one. Yep. Okay. You start this one. Okay. So we just talked about Steve Kipner because uh, Jay Graydon played. He produced that. He told correct? us we had to go listen to it. Yeah. We obeyed. Uh, exactly. Well, who when, wouldn't? Yeah, when Jay Graydon tells you to do something, you do it, um, including him directing us specifically to the ending. Yes, which is the last song. Lo and behold, the ending has been rated by the OGs. Really? Yes. Do you think they found it higher or lower than 72.5? I'll bet you they have that up in the 80s. I'm going higher. The actual retail price is
1: 83. <laughs> Woo! So very good. All right, your turn. I'm sticking with the theme here of uh Trojan Horse. Okay. In the higher or lower portion of our game. Sticks. Come sail away. Ha <laughs> ha. Higher or lower
0: than 10? Oh, <laughs> uh, I was going to guess 12. So you may be funning me on this. I'm going to go, oh, God, but it's so low. At least in our eyes. I would imagine theirs as well. Yeah. I'm going to stick with my gut and so said they gave it a 12 and it's higher than 10. It's 7.25. <laughs> it really 0. deserves a zero, don't yeah. you think? I mean, it's. I think the Eagles at one point seven five deserve to be higher than that. Oh my gosh! All mm-hmm. right, well let's. Uh... All right, well I'm going to go back to uh, a reference to the second time we had Tris and Bowden on the podcast. Then mm-hmm. we went through the uh, High Adventure album. Correct. That would be right. Title, not title track, but first track on that record is a collab with Steve Perry, Kenny Loggins. Ooh. Right, one of the Godfathers. Yeah. Steve Perry also certified. Don't fight it. <laughs> Is the actual Yatsky score higher than fifty two point
1: five? I'm going lower because I'm guessing it's in the mid to upper
0: thirties. It's in the mid thirties. It's thirty-four. Woo! You must have stayed up later than I did on this I know. studying last night. All right. Well, geez. Stick with the theme then, I guess. Why don't you? Okay. Uh, again, like you said, sticking with the theme.
1: hmm Double. Captain of her heart. Oh my God. Where do you think they have that one? Is it higher or lower than 30? Too long ago,
0: too long apart. She couldn't wait another day for. The Captain of her heart. This is going to be a trick question. And unless... why did they even accept this song to be reviewed? But anyway, that's another Good question. Point. Yeah. Maybe one of them themselves brought it up. <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, it's got to be lower. But I'm guessing. That you're trying to fool me here. Well, yeah. Think I mean, that's the what Yacht Rock is. Well, what this fool believes is <laughs> that it is lower than It's got to be lower than 30. In my own personal score, would be 8. Well, they have it at 22 and a half, okay. so you are correct. All right. Not as correct as I should be, though. Wait, does that make sense? Well,
1: I built a, a pretty significant lead in that round there. Yeah. I, I'm out at 10 points out in front of you now. But not insurmountable. Not insurmountable, but uh, I really I think people need to come back next week to see if you're actually able to mount the comeback.
0: Ooh, do we have time for one more round? Play, play. Oh, you know what that sound means? Ah, okay, uh, we've run out of time for today. Oh, geez. <sighs> one final spin of the wheel, or is that yeah, it? That's it. Oh, we, geez. we could do a final. Uh, we could do a lightning round, even though that's out of order in a t- traditional game show format. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that, that'll count as our like our. You know, you Final can win spin. the ex- yeah. You can win the special prizes, the gift certificate
1: to Tiffany's, and <laughs> so on. I'm going to put some of it on account. Yes, All always right. on account.
0: All right, Chuck. So it's like a already- on account or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's go into the lightning round. Cue the sound effect, and away we go. Woo. All right, uh, geez. So, should we say since you're winning, you get to go first? Sure. All right. Go for it. We'll
1: be saying that again next week. We'll see. All right. This doesn't connect to the game show in any way. None of mine do. Okay, good. Uh I think I first heard this song on uh probably it was Yacht Rock, Miami. This kind of has their vibe. I think I asked you either last week or the week before about a song that where is that line? Not that you can define it, but the the murky line between Yacht Rock and sort of middle-of-the-road-ish funk or r and because mm-hmm. they share so many elements. So yeah. I'm going to hit you with another one of those. Uh, I think that based on the fact that it was on Yacht Rock Miami, they find it to be somewhat yachty, at least yachty enough for their station. Um, but the underlying question is, there's no doubt that there's yachty elements in here. The question is, does this predominant slap bass take it out of the harbor for you Hmm. it's from 1982 the band is called Pleasure and the song is called Give It Up check it out (laughs) So I, I hear elements of like half of a Doobie Shuffle yep. uh, in the keyboard part, but the bass makes me think of one of those funk bands like uh, The Deal or Daz Band or mm-hmm. one of those 80s
0: sort of funk bands. So what's, what does it do for you? Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't um, automatically dismiss a song off the boat because it has slap bass, but that kind of slap bass where it's like a featured part of the rhythm section, mm-hmm. there's no denying it. And maybe it's the tone too because that tone sounds like funk tone to yeah, me. Yeah, uh, Reminds me of Lewis Johnson, so it sounds like a music man. But uh, yeah, so that one takes it off the yacht for me. I think so too. Yeah. Despite, yep. I do hear that half a doobie bounce in there too. Yeah. Now maybe if that was the E-Roads playing that, who knows? Who knows? Maybe yeah. layer a little synth on top. Yep. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. but that, That's a good call. All right. All right I'm going to uh, call a mulligan here, and I am going to make my uh, Does It Float Your Boat kind of game show Ooh. appropriate. And that is um, Dave Loggins. So yeah. cousin to Kenny Loggins, right? I think so. I think that's right. Uh, please come to Boston. Tune is played ad nauseum on the uh, yacht rock Sirius station. Not in my list anymore. N- no, mine <laughs> neither. It's not yachty whatsoever. However, if you look at Dave Loggins on the Yatsky scale, he has got three songs that are certified. Really? And I heard one the other day. I didn't know any of that until just now. I heard a song the other day. I'm like, why isn't this song being played on the rock station on Sirius? Because it's Super Yachty. Play If I Had My Wish Tonight. Because that's how...
1: Yeah, so what is that one rated? How could I, that's got to be rated? It, well, what uh, would you? Uh,
0: that's that's good. I guess. haven't
1: been able to listen to the whole song, and it's a ballad, so they're going to knock off points for that. But maybe low sixties, sixty-two point
0: five. Man, you're getting good at this. I guess they so. might call you up. All right, I'm well, available. One of the other songs that he has uh, certified is called "The Fool in Me." Oh, well, there you guess go. what just got added to my April Fools' playlist? "The Fool in Me." Yes. Wow. All right. Boy, I am getting good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no points are being awarded in the lightning round, however. Oh. Uh, all right. Well, That's a good thing. Let me hit you up with... Uh, buried treasure. Buried treasure. All right. I'm going to do a buried treasure that is not buried, but it was for the longest time for me. So you get into Yacht Rock and you love England Dan and John Ford Coley, right? And then you get to a tune that every time I hear the intro and I'm like running or not looking at my phone I was like, oh, this is the State House. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? The tune Caught Up in the Middle. Caught up in the middle I never thought you'd catch up, my love. Caught up in the middle And I'm falling so fast Came little by little It's such a amazing piece of work. it has got great sax, amazing guitar solo. Personnel on that, right? Uh, uh, Jekyll and Hive, is that what it's called? That record? Yep. Dr. Heckle and Mr. Jive. Yes. Not to be confused with the Men at Work song by the same title. But isn't that a fantastic tune? Yeah. Like, I didn't discover that until late into my journey into Yacht Rock, but that's like, exemplary. I don't think what we it discovered
1: be. it until we started talking about best guitar solos and stuff because yeah. we featured that one
0: and we also talked about Ernie Watts sax stuff at the end. So yeah. Very good, very good. Yep. So not buried but it was and it should not be if it is for you.
1: Okay, my buried treasure comes to a little story mm. very brief. You never know where you're going to find some of these yacht rock cats. It's not always obviously on yacht rock music because mm-hmm. there was other music being made out west um, but if you're one of the on-call best piano players, keyboard players, you're going to get calls for all kinds of stuff. So I was actually listening to Neil Diamond's uh, Serenade album, which was from 1974, and it has the listing of Neil's band, so the the band members, not like uh, a Session Cats by song by song. Mm -hmm. Neil's band, and on piano, David Page. So I went looking to say, well... Uh, I knew that that was sort of a start of a new era of production for Neil. So the next album right after that was the Beautiful Noise album. And I thought, well, did Page play on that album? And lo and behold, David Page is the buried treasure because he is the Rhodes player mm. on the beautiful ballad, lady Really? Yeah.
0: Lady-O, I walked the streets again last night. I saw you in the city lights. Like a vision led
1: you. So David Page is the buried treasure on that. Oh, very not nice. Good like that? find. Good yeah. find.
0: Excellent. All right. Well, sail us into the final... Uh, Round of the lightning round here. Off the map. Mm-hmm. This is an off the map song because
1: uh, it's 1987. It, it's not a yachty song, but it still connects because it is from the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. Remember mm-hmm. we talked to those guys, that, yep. uh, the writers on many of those hits. Um, but Tom Johnston from the Doobie Brothers, mm. he was out of the Doobies at the time, but contributed a solo song. To the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. He did not write it, uh, but it does have sort of a swingy Motown vibe to it. It has maybe some slightly yachty elements, horns, plucky guitars. That's kind of about it. Mostly a retro feel, kind of like Paul Davis's 69 Love Affair kind of thing. But here's Tom Johnston from the Dirty Dancing soundtrack doing Where Are You Tonight?
0: Cool. That's a good, nice little find. Yeah. I Yeah. Deep in. <laughs> that's a deep cut from the soundtrack. Deep, deep. All right. Well, I'm going so far off the map, it's ridiculous.
1: That's so, ridiculous. Yes.
0: Do you remember Howie Day? Oh, yeah. We liked that album, yeah, correct? Yeah, sure. From the, uh early 2000s? I don't remember. Yeah. yeah something like that. Well, um, it's funny because I remember when we talked to uh, Jay Graydon, who you just mentioned, is he was somewhere listening to some radio and he heard, it was modern music, and he heard the roads on it. He's like, man, it felt out of place to him. He's like, but it could come back. The roads yes. could totally come back. Yeah. So I'm listening to the Howie Day record. Remember, he had a huge hit with uh, Clyde, was the number one tune. Yeah. Um, but deeper into the record, there's a tune called Sunday Morning Song. And as it does the little turn between the first verse and into the second half of the first verse, you hear this Rhodes hit. So I'm going to play that for you. right. All righty.
1: Prove it was me.
0: So there it was. Did you hear it? I did hear it. It's that really featured strongly throughout the song, but like that was enough to be like, oh, wow. And then it's got sort of this halftime shuffle beat. Yeah. It's really cool. Should I break it to you now or should I throw a flag on you later? What is it? It's a Wurlitzer. Oh, no. Which is a, <laughs> a very close cousin to the Very roads. close cousin. <laughs> and because it's only used so sparingly, you, yeah. I could be forgiven for mistakes. Uh, absolutely. It. Yeah. Well, fun fact about this. Okay. Written by the lead singer to Better Than Ezra. Oh. As was Collide. No kidding. Yes. So they made all the money off yep. Of it. He yep, did. he did. Yes, yeah. he did. Kevin Griffin. He's a great songwriter. Yeah. Uh okay. So that's it for the uh we already heard the band say the magic words, so we're out of time for today. So until next week. Koi koi!